we've come to call it the um, Thanksgada. So we, we combine <laughs> Thanksgiving and a Haggadah, and with the pun of Thanksgada. <laughs> cute, huh? Yeah, it's cute. I'm Deborah Lauder. And I'm Barbara Rosenblit. Well, we've known each other a long time. Um, Probably 28 years. Welcome back to Can We Talk, the podcast of the Jewish Women's Archive. I'm Nahani Rouse. Deborah and Barbara met in Atlanta, where Deborah was a lawyer with the Anti-Defamation League. Barbara teaches history at the Weber School, a pluralistic Jewish day school. The Lauder and Rosenblatt families have been having Thanksgiving together for decades. This year, they'll be in Brooklyn doing what they always do, eating turkey, being together, and having a Thanksgiving Seder. But we go around the table, you yeah. know, very uh, sort of traditional, very traditional style that way. Yeah. But wait a minute. Isn't the beauty of Thanksgiving that it's non-sectarian? And that on just this one holiday, all we have to do is get together and eat? This holiday for many Jews, you know, you take a sigh of relief. You don't have to go to shul. You don't have to, uh, you know, you, you can be a pure, true, total American on this day. And so some, you know, people sort of um, can, can flee in some way the, uh, the, 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 the Jewish nature of celebration. This is a way to say no, you know, this is the opportunity to celebrate being an American and being a Jew and how those really are interlocked. interlocked inter- yeah. Yeah. The Seder begins. This is a tale of deliverance. I asked Deborah and Barbara if they're comparing the founding of America with the Passover story and the exodus from Egypt. Not no, so much, not actually. At all. This is celebrating us in this moment yeah. right. of history. Yeah. America's history is a documented history. Biblical history is our uh, story, yeah. our narrative that we fall back on. The emphasis really here is on American history, but it's guided by Jewish values. The Seder describes the 1621 Harvest Festival between the pilgrims and their Native American neighbors. It acknowledges that some think Thanksgiving erases the violence and discrimination white colonists perpetrated against Native Americans. For others, the holiday commemorates a moment of mutual respect when coexistence seemed possible. Talk about a lot about the American experiment and what does democracy mean. And we read uh, the Gettysburg Address. Um, we sing the Battle Hymn of the Republic. We do the Bill of Rights. Even though these documents may seem heavy, it's definitely interspersed with a lot of joy. So we actually do um, four cups of wine, and um, we raise our cups to uh, God bless the Republic, God bless Columbia, God bless Cincinnatus, and God bless America. Right. So the, the different names for the United States. The Seder also includes Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. They've recently added the new Colossus, Emma Lazarus's poem about the Statue of Liberty. And this year, They'll add a prayer for the health of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It, it is a very joyful um, event, and I think it gives us a moment to remember um, what America is founded on, what the, uh, it, you know, kind of a wistful reminder that these documents uh, are not fiction. These documents really are the foundation mm-hmm. of the world that uh, could be. 
and that we've been, you know, that we can yeah. continue to fight for. One of my favorites is um, the letter that George Washington wrote um, to the Turo Synagogue in Rhode Island, and this was in 1790. They had sent him a, a lovely letter, you know, offering him blessings, and he had responded, May the children of the stock of Abraham who dwell in this land continue to merit and enjoy the goodwill of all of the other inhabitants, while everyone shall sit in safety under his own vine and fig tree, and there shall be none to make him afraid. Readings are interspersed with songs, and one of the family's favorites is God Bless America. This year, Deborah's been thinking more about the history of the song. Irving Berlin wrote it in 1918, but it wasn't released in public until Kate Smith sang it on the radio in 1938, the day after Christelma. There were some who loved the song so much and they felt it should actually replace the Star-Spangled Banner as the national anthem, but there was a wave of anti-Semites who were like, no, the Jews, we can't have a song written by a Jew being our national anthem. So as we sing God Bless America this year, I want to talk about that kind of history. Before we sing it. Before we sing it, so people really kind of can appreciate um, who Irving Berlin was as a refugee to this country and um, you know, what our history was like, because I think particularly for younger generations who are sort of waking up to Pittsburgh and what does anti-Semitism in America mean today, that they need to understand you know, what the history was in this country and that the, those kinds of forces have always uh, been there. In fact, right in New York City, three months after God Bless America debuted on the radio, 20,000 Nazi supporters held a rally in Madison Square Garden. And some of the rhetoric was, it was absolutely chilling. And, you know, and, and some of it you see parallels to today. This year at the Seder, Deborah says they'll talk about the recent killing of 11 Jews at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. She also wants to discuss freedom of the press. In other years, they've focused on different social justice issues, reproductive choice, mass incarceration. I like it to be sort of a wake-up call for those who really haven't been paying as much attention to what's happening to, to get them to think about, you know, what does our democracy mean and um, how can they make a difference in it. And so I think, I think this year, more than ever, it's going to be uh, a very interesting discussion. But it's not all seriousness. The Mishnah, don't forget Oh, it. don't forget. We never forget the Mishnah Thanksgiving. Barbara wrote a piece that was in the original Seder. I'll have, she, can, she can talk about it. It's Mishnah Thanksgiving. A parody of a tractate of Mishnah. Here's an excerpt. Ezahu yom ha What is Thanksgiving? The roasted turkey is stuffed or not stuffed. The cranberries are jellied or whole berries. If they are jellied, they must be canned. If they are whole berries... They can be fresh or frozen or canned. The pumpkin may be canned or fresh, but it must be cooked. Two were preparing a meal, or one was preparing and one was serving. This one says, I prepared the meal so I will not clean. This one says, I set the table and served the meal so I will not clean. At least two guests are invited to the Thanksgiving meal. This one says, the turkey is not as good as your grandmother's. And this one says, We are eating the meal too late. 
Whenever they complain or do not help prepare, they shall not be invited back the next year. And then raise a glass, um, and the, the charge is, quell your hunger and wait some more. Here we raise our second glass of wine and say, God bless Cincinnati. <laughs> I definitely, in the mission of the, the line about the person who cooks doesn't have to do dishes, I, that's my favorite line, because um, I do the cooking. What's on the menu this year? <laughs> oh, it's always the same. It's the turkey, it's my father's... Um, Olive shalom stuffing recipe, sweet potatoes, cranberries, cranberries, cranberries um, always always have to have the jelly. Yeah. The Mishnah <laughs> refers to you know those who like the jellied and <laughs> those who like uh, the whole berry. Whole berry, so <laughs> those will both be there. Do yeah. people get to eat before, or do they have to finish the entire seder before you, they get any food? They have, have to finish. finish. Yeah. Does anybody ever complain? No. Not, not, you heard the Mishnah. Yeah. They, they don't come back the next year. Yeah. They complain they don't come back. It's ultimately a, a, a remarkably elevating evening, yeah. <laughs> as well as nourishing well. physically and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, emotionally. A lot of people just get together and eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, too. Yeah, hey, that's anything fine. to yeah. get together, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a good thing, too. It, yeah. There's certainly meaning in going around the table before you have a wonderful meal and say what you're grateful for. This is another version of that. <laughs> yeah. um, we're, we're grateful yeah. for American democracy. Yeah. May we all enjoy lively discussions, good food, and good company this Thanksgiving, in whatever way we choose to mark the day. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Can We Talk, the podcast of the Jewish Women's Archive. Our team includes Judith Rosenbaum, the executive director of the Jewish Women's Archive, and production assistant Becky Long. Our theme music is by Girls in Trouble. You're listening now to an archival recording of Kate Smith singing Irving Berlin's God Bless America. If you'd like to hear more about Emma Lazarus's poem, The New Colossus, check out episode 9, A Sonnet for America. That was our Thanksgiving episode two years ago. You can find it with all our other episodes at jwa.org slash canwetalk. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, we are grateful for your financial support. Please consider making a donation at jwa.org. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Until next time, I'm Nahani Rouse.